Welcome to Lunch Break, a special weekly series of the Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Hello, entrepreneurs, and welcome back to another episode of the Eternal Entrepreneur podcast. I am Joe Newton, one of the co-hosts here at the Eternal Entrepreneur, and today we are going into systems and processes. Yes, it's the sexiest subject in business, but as all of y'all know, I am a systemologist. If you've listened to the podcast for long enough, you're aware that systems have become a real value point for me in my business, and it's actually the main thing that I do uh, with others. I'm, I'm a systems consultant. I help business owners get free from the day-to-day operations of their business by implementing systems and processes. So I think it's really valuable. And today, I want to help you by giving you a, a, a guide, a, sort of a, a map Uh, to help you know where you might be when it comes to systems and processes and and where I would encourage you to be, where, where, where I would encourage you to, to, to put your sights on getting to within your business. And along the way, I want to describe each of the stages. We're going to go through what I call the four stages of business systemization. And for each stage, I'll describe to you a little bit of what that stage looks like. And then I'll give you one specific action that you can take in each stage. So if your business is in each stage, I'll give you one specific action you can take to help you get to that next stage. If you are not driving, if you are sitting down, uh, I'd encourage you to take out a piece of paper and draw yourself a bell curve. So basically a big wave on that piece of paper. And, and this is how I want you to imagine. Even if you're, you're not able to, to draw this, imagine a, a bell curve in front of you. Because what we see is that many times businesses fall in one of these each, each of these stages and it looks like a bell curve for, for how many of those businesses are there. And over on the left-hand side, write the word survival. This is stage one. This is where we all start off when we're beginning our businesses. We're in that survival stage, and it's not a bad thing to start here. We just don't want to end up here and live in this place because the survival stage, especially when it comes to systems and processes, there is a whole lot of up and down. There's not any real consistency. And what we see is that the business owner is doing everything, right? We're getting proof of concept here. We're we're having to wear every hat in our business. And and maybe even once we start to get an admin in or a VA or a, a salesperson, we're still doing it and responsible for so much in the survival stage. So we don't have a whole lot of consistency. And and really, when we start to ask our, our team, if we start to build a, a small team, uh, do you have systems and processes in place? Really, we see that everyone is making it up. We are just going on the fly. We're figuring out how to put out fires and how to put grease on the squeakiest wheel. And in fact, if, if I bring up systemizing, most of our teams will say, I hate process because that's one more thing that's going to stop me just from getting done what I feel I need to get done right now. And that's that's where, again, where most of us begin is in that survival stage. 
And that's okay, because as we're doing proof of concept, as we're figuring out what works and what doesn't, we're going to go through that stage. But the key in this stage is that we get to a place to where we can finally admit to ourselves, okay, we've got something that works, and now we need repeatability within our business. We need consistency. We need certainty within our business because certainty is going to be what, what gives us the ability to build a business and not just a job for ourselves. And that means we've got to identify the bottlenecks within our business. And usually, usually the biggest bottleneck at this point is going to be the business owner themselves because they're the one that started everything off because they're that visionary gunslinger. It really comes down to every road leads back to the business owner most of the time. Every key relationship, every major decision, every template, every product decision, everything comes back to the business owner. So we really need to get the business owner uh, admitting, hey, I'm not the only person that needs to make decisions here. I, I need to go from that visionary gunslinger to now that that empowering leader i i need to figure out a way to start leading and and to become a real manager a real leader we we can't manage the invisible we can't manage those intangible things we have to have something that that is very tangible especially when it comes to our employees there has to be a standard that we can all see in writing and say yes this is how we do things here this is the way that we do this process and this process so the step number one is for the business owner to realize that they're probably the biggest bottleneck and it's time for them to transition from being that visionary gunslinger to being that empowering leader all right, so that's survival stage. That's stage number one. Now, if we move into the next stage, so if you draw a line right down the middle of your, what did I call it? Bell curve. <laughs> that's the word. Forgive me. Had, had a little uh, brain fart there. Right down the middle of our bell curve, just to the left of it. So we've got four stages on our bell curve. Stage number two, so just left of that middle line, is the stationary phase. And this is where a ton of businesses fall into, is the stationary phase. So we've gotten out of the survival phase, and we've begun to have some consistency within our business. We've, we've figured out how to generate leads, and, and we know that there aren't as many uh, catastrophic ups and downs. We're not firefighting every day, but there is a bit of consistency, even though we, we probably have started to hit some real ceilings with our productivity and our performance. And when it comes to systems, what we see many times is that we're very key person dependent in the stationary phase, that all of the, the systems and processes are stored either in people's heads or one of the key indicators of the stationary phase is there's a lot of stationary on people's desk. And by that, I mean there is a lot of, of sticky notes. So you've got uh, user logins written on a sticky note on the monitor. You've got the five questions to ask a lead on another sticky note over here on the desk. There are sticky notes on top of sticky notes on top of sticky notes. So to find any information about a specific 
system or process, I have to go to an individual or I have to go to that individual's desk. So one specific location. And, and this is very dangerous for an organization to be in because if you have one team member leave your team, you might have just lost your sales department and your whole sales process, not just a one specific uh, team member. And, and when it comes to systems and processes, if you have those type of conversations, when it comes to culture, some people are in and some people are out. You know, there's not a whole lot of buy-in when it comes to systems and processes. So the, the key task, the key action that you can take if you find you and your company are in the stationary phase is begin to identify at a high level, start at the very high, very simple level, what are the key processes within your business and who are those, those um, key team members who have that process? Who are the key ones who, who perform that process? If it's your salesperson, they probably know that sales funnel. How do they onboard a client? Begin to break those down into bite-sized pieces and extract those processes from them. And this doesn't have to be something super complex. Really, just record them the next time that they're performing that, that system, that process, that task ask that they would record their screen and talk out loud as though they were training someone new. Hey, this is how I do this. This is how I input this person into the CRM. Hey, these are the questions that I ask for uh, a, a new lead that comes in. These are the, 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 the questions that I ask an escalation phone call if it's a manager. So just extract that knowledge. Just begin to, to take that and, and put it somewhere, hopefully somewhere that's on the cloud. So, so get a Dropbox, get a Google Drive, and begin to put those systems somewhere so that if that person leaves, if that person is sick, you at least have somewhere that you can go that there is a recorded process for how to do that specific task. All right, our next uh, stage that we have, just to the left of that, or to the right of that, sorry, is the scalable phase. And this is where everybody feels like they want to get to, right? Scaling up, uh, scale this, scale that. It's the sexy term. And, and really, you've started to find some breakthrough. You, 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 you're not just leveling out, but you're starting to get some breakthrough in your company. And, and when it comes to systems, you've been extracting. So you start to have things that are partially documented here. And, and, and the problem really comes, though, is that those documented systems are clunky. So we've got it on, on, on the Google Drive or on the Dropbox. So it's in the cloud. It's not just sticky notes on a person's desk. So other people can access it, but it's a very clunky solution. So it's folders within folders within folders to find a document, to find a video, to find a link, to find an email template. It, it's a very clunky solution. So there's a lot of friction, which when it comes to buy-in means there's tons of reminding people, hey, do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. And what I like to remind people is think for you yourself. When you go to buy something, when you are ready to hand over your money, shut up and take my money, you go to a website and they say, great, okay, fill out this form, we'll send you an email, click on that email, then set up a time to meet with someone, then go through this hoop and this hoop and this hoop, and you finally get to the place where you're like, you know what, Never mind. Like, I really wanted your product or service, but you've made me jump through so many hoops, Never mind. I'm, I'm done. I don't need it. 
It's the same way when it comes to our teams and actually utilizing our systems and our processes and our documentation. If there's friction in the way, they are going to be obliged to not use it. So you're going to have to continually remind them. So that's why the one key action that we can take in the scalable phase is to organize all of our, our systems and our processes in a way that alleviate friction. The, one of the best ways to do this is to utilize a, a, a software that is specifically built for systems management. That's simple. Real quick, simplicity is the key to systems and processes. Complexity is the enemy of systemization. So if you just use a simple software, something like Process Street or System Hub, something that is designed to just do that, Organize your systems and your processes in a clean and easy way to where you can have your documentation, your examples, and your templates all in one place. Then that is going to make it easier and, and there will be less friction there to where our team members will want to use our documentation. And it'll be much easier then to, to get us all on the same page and doing it to a high level. All right. Our final stage, we've gone through scalable. We are now into the promised land, and that is the sellable stage, or what I like to call now the buyable stage. And I say this because you can put a for sale sign on anything, but to have something that is buyable means that you have now something that someone actually wants to buy. <laughs> Not something that's for sale, but something that is an investment for someone. And even if you don't think you ever want to sell your business, I encourage everyone to get to the place to take those same steps to get to where they have a sellable or buyable business. Because God forbid, if you or a family member gets super sick and you no longer have the time to invest in your business and you are forced then to get out of your business, you want to have the options to either be able to bring in an operator to run that business to where you can get ATM money or to where now you have an investment that you can sell to someone at the highest price possible to where they can say, hey, I buy this business, I don't have to step into it. It's an investment for me. That means you've got a ton more people who are willing and desiring to purchase this business, this investment, and you are therefore going to get a much higher price for that business. So it doesn't mean you have to do it, but the same actions that allow you to step out of the day-to-day -day operations also give you a sellable business. And here's what a sellable business looks like. We've gotten that breakthrough that we had in Scalable, but now it's gone to the next level and it's smoothed out. Now we can set very specific goals and we can then fine tune our business to achieve those specific goals, whether that's getting more of the market cap, whether that's getting more focused or the business takes less of your time, whatever it is, we now have a much more focused business. And when it comes to systems, Every, all of the major systems and processes are completely documented. When it comes to performance, we now have a, a organization that runs like a Swiss watch. And that certainty that we have now, because now we have consistency and certainty, 
that means that we are performing at a higher rate than most of our competition. That means we can get to market faster with new products. That means we can turn much quicker. That means we are much more focused and get a higher return for less investment within our business. And, and when it comes to buy-in, this is amazing. We have now created a culture, a culture where systems are valued and therefore, we don't have that constant reminding of, hey, do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. But now we have a culture where people just simply say, this is how we do things here. And therefore, the key action that we take at the sellable or buyable phase is simply optimize. The systems that we have in place, we now tweak and optimize those to make sure that they are functioning at their highest level and helping us obtain the specific goals that we have in place. All right. That is the four stages of business systemization. We got survival, stationary, scalable, and sellable. Here's your one action item for today. I want you to ask yourself, if this scale is a scale from one to 10, one is being at, we are in firefighting, burning survival mode, and 10 is that we are ready to sell this business if we want tomorrow, I, as the business owner, can step out, sit, put an operations person in there with no problem, and I can just collect that ATM money. So that's a 10. Where are you? Pick one specific number on this scale. Where is your business as a whole on this scale? And what is the one action that you're going to take to take your business to the next level? All right, entrepreneurs, I hope you have an amazing week and a wonderful year. Until next time, this is Joe Newton with The Eternal Entrepreneur. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and leave a quick review. When you do, it helps other entrepreneurs find this content and benefit from it too. See you next week.